Welcome back. Final hour of the Bill Michaels Show. A lot still to talk about and a lot still to rehash as we continue to get through this week, get you into the weekend. And don't forget, uh, by the way, coming up after the game on Sunday, again, right here on many of these same stations, it's the Green and Gold Post Game Show. And it continues to grow, and I can't thank you enough. But it, it, it's gotten bigger and better, and the Bud Light live stream has been fantastic. But uh, thanks to everybody that watches on YouTube, watches on the Facebook fan page, on Twitch TV, over on Twitter, and all of you that listen, whether it's over the air or on the app, download the Zone Madison, W-O-Z-N, the Zone Madison app. You can take us anywhere and everywhere, but always participate in the show, including tonight. We have the huddle from 6 p.m. until 8 p.m. this evening. We're going to be at Joe Mama's in uh, in Colgate, Wisconsin. And that's a fun place. It's It's a really good place for food. But uh, but also uh, we're going to have the show out there tonight and uh, looking forward. It's on County uh, Road Q, by the way. County Road Q, County Line Road Q. It's in Colgate. Uh, you take 164 north out of, say, the Milwaukee, Pewaukee, Waukesha type of area, Sussex, and you head on up. And uh, then it's just off to the, uh, the west side of 164 on County Line Road Q. In, uh, in Colgate. So come on out and say hi tonight. Great menu, a lot of fun, good people. And we've, we've been there many times, many times. They got that, uh, that uh, mac and cheese. Oh, my goodness. They've got a mac and cheese that's absolutely fantastic. Makes you go out of your mind. Their, their uh, buffalo chicken salad is really good, too. Good, good wings, sandwiches, all that kind of stuff. But that mac and cheese they have, man, really good stuff. So there you have it. Matt LaFleur was at the uh, podium just a little while ago, and uh, there's a lot to get to as he gets ready for practice. Sammy Watkins looks to be coming back, so let's take a listen to what the head coach had to say. Is Sammy going to practice today? Yeah, he'll be out there in in, uh, limited capacity. Sitting on the receivers, you know, Samari Torrey did some things to earn a spot. Um, You know, could he be someone you'd be looking at to get up finally? Yeah, potentially. I think uh, we're looking at all options. What do you, what sticks out your memory about Heineke from the matchup last year, and just what he's, just what are your impressions of? Well, he's an all, he is a great competitor. Uh, that's the first and foremost. I remember I had a chance to when I was with the Falcons, we worked him out for our, our local um, pro day or whatever, coming out of the draft and. Um, really enjoyed being around him and just watching him compete. And you could see he's a he is a scrappy dude. And it, sh- it was evident last year when we played him. What do you have, like 99 yards rushing or whatever it was? Um, so, uh, no, this guy is, you know, he is, is scrappy, competitive, can make all the throws, and then can beat you with his legs. So we're going to have to do a very, very, very good job of – trying to contain him within the pocket um, and, and can't let him get loose. This isn't meant to be negative on Carson, but would you almost rather face Carson once just from that perspective? Uh, I would, that, never, that, that I would never answer that question. I'm, I'm not talking overall sound, <laughs> just because of it is the two, the multi-threat perspective, I guess. Yeah, I, you know, I'm, I'm not even going to entertain that. I, I just, it, it is what it is. That's who we're playing and that's who we're, we're going to prepare for. Matt, I think they're fourth in sacks as a team. They got all those first rounders up there. Just what do you see with that front? <laughs> it's it's uh, it can give you nightmares if you let it. If you watch the sack reel or the just the pressure reel, the third down is, um, you know, you got you got to have a plan for it. And 
even when you have a plan for it, it still might not go the way you want it to go. They are, they just wreck havoc on an offensive line and, and on the teams they've played. And certainly, really talented group. I think they're well coached. They, they give great effort. Um, so it's going to be a great test for us. Hey, Matt, I hope you've seen Robert kind of come on for you here, you know, whether it was the touchdown against New England or just what he did, you know, on Sunday. Yeah, no, Bobby's done a, done a nice job, and every opportunity that he's gotten, he's he's been able to produce, and he's got to continue to, uh, you know, keep going because I still think that there's still stuff that he's he's kind of getting back used to doing, and um, but certainly he's, he's uh, delivered when given those opportunities. Going back to Sammy, the last time we saw him, he was getting open against the Bears for what, a 55, 60-yard deep shot. We haven't seen much of that this season. How much can he maybe give a jolt to the verticality of your passing game, or just is it kind of wait and see and being cautious with him coming off the injury? Yeah, we'll see where he's at. I don't think anybody's ready to say that he'll be playing this week. Um, but certainly when he does come back, he, he, he brings a lot to the table in terms of just – the experience of being out there. He knows what to do. He he plays the game really fast. There's not a lot of hesitation in his game. He's extremely powerful, and he helps us not only in the pass game, which is obvious to everybody, but he's he's just a, he's one of the, the best blockers I've been around as well. And when you couple him with guys like, you know, Allen, um, that's a pretty formidable duo on the perimeter that you don't always get from, from that position. What do you think Luke Tenuta can bring to the offensive line? Uh, you know, that, we'll have to get him out there on the grass. I, I wasn't real familiar with him outside of coming out of college. So we'll see what he has to, to bring. I know he, he sure is a, a big man, that's for sure. And um, we'll get a good look at him throughout the course of the week. Man, you always have adversity in this game, but you know, do you feel like this is one of the bigger challenges of, of your career here in Green Bay or, or your tenure so far as far as just figuring out all this stuff and just getting it on the right path? Yeah, I mean, I, it is what it is. That's life in this league, and I think we've all experienced it in some fashion. Um, you know, I, I do like the mindset of our guys. I think our guys are locked in. They're ready to go. Uh, certainly the the... You know, the last two weeks have been disappointing, no doubt about it. But that has no bearing on the future. And you got to take it one day at a time. Nothing is ever given to you in this league. You have to earn everything you get. And each week has its own set of challenges. I've said it a million times. and um, But you, you truly have to attack it one day at a time and one game at a time. And I, But I do like – I thought the mood, the vibe around the team is, is – um, as good as it can be, and uh, you know, I just challenge them to to go out and compete to the best of their ability, put in the work throughout the course of the week, and go out and enjoy this. We got to have fun playing ball. Uh, this is such a great, um, you know, opportunity for for every every time you step out on the field. You got to enjoy it. These challenges are unique because you know you haven't run into this since 2019 coming here. I know your vibes are, are good, but when you take, you know, in, in private, is it a different week? Do you feel more pressure than you felt in the past? What's what's different about this week? Got to go one and zero. Yeah, well, that, that's truly how I feel, and that's what I've told our squad is like you got to go one and zero. 
every game is so is is so important. Every game is the same mindset to attack it like it's you know it's a championship mindset. So um, yeah, that's that's just what's been in, in kind of ingrained in myself, um, and that's the message to the squad. How do you measure the mindset though? Right now, do you guys come to you? Do you go to guys? Do you look for maybe one or two guys that maybe are in a bad spot right now? How do you measure that? I think, yeah, it, it's a lot of conversations, but uh, I think you get a feel just being around the guys and whatnot. And, but I think, uh, you know, our guys are ready to get back to work. That's the only way you can overcome anything is, is you got to put in the work. Certainly there's a lot of things we need to clean up um, from a coaching standpoint, from an execution standpoint. And, you know, but I, I do like the frame of mind everybody's in. Nobody's hanging their head because I promise you nobody's feeling sorry for us. Um, so you, you just got to you got to go earn it. Matt, you, on Monday you said you know everything's kind of on the table for the offensive line, finding the best five. I'm not asking you to give me the conclusion of the table talk, but just the pros and cons. You've had to move guys in instantly because of injury in the past to different positions, but not maybe not performance related. The pros and cons of kind of that deliberation you're going through. Yeah, I think anytime you want as much continuity as possible. Uh, it, it takes a minute for these guys to kind of get used to playing with each other, whether it's right side, left side, just everybody functioning as one. Um, and that takes time. So, which is something that is, uh, is it's always of the essence. We've got to have urgency in what we do. And so I think those are some of the, the things that you always factor in. Will Chris Barnes be back today too? Uh, no. It's been a while, but you did spend, spend some time at Washington. Just what was that experience like for you, the years you were there, and just what sticks out from that? Yeah, I, I just you always go back to the relationships that you form. Um, certainly, we didn't win as many games, I don't think, as any of us would have wanted to there. But got a chance to really kind of grow within the profession. That was my first opportunity as a position coach. Um, got to learn from Mike Shanahan and Kyle Shanahan and on the same staff with, with Sean and Mike McDaniel. And um, so we had a lot of great coaches. And, um, you know, that's where both my kids were born. So got a lot of relationships with people, uh, you know, in that area. And so it was, it was a fun time. Um, had some success the, the one year, but uh, certainly wanted to win more games when we were there. Did you know? Could you have known then that there were so many future head coaches on that staff at that time? In real time, did, did you have a, any sense of that? I had no idea. I don't think, I think that's hard. I mean, I, you know, I think that's what you, you get. A, you People aspire to, to want to be at the pinnacle of the profession. But um, certainly I knew that the great thing about just that group that we were around was just how everybody would challenge each other on a daily basis. And you always had to be on your game. And um, so it, 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 there was a ton of learning throughout those four years there. Who did the most challenging? Um, well, that's, I could go a lot of different routes with that. With Kyle, you know, was, was always tough because he was the coordinator and he was always uh, pretty demanding on us, I'd say. And then Sean wanted to show you that he memorized the whole game plan. Um, so there's a lot of lot of challenges back and forth. What were they saying about you, though? Uh, I don't know. You'd have to ask them. But 
you know, when you think of that, who was setting the tone? Was that was that Kyle or, or Mike, or was it the fact the guys that they were bringing in to be a part of that staff that were pushing each other? I think it was all of the above. I think it started, you know, with Mike, and certainly his, you know, he's one of the greatest coaches of all time, a two-time Super Bowl champion, and just as a, his his ability to focus and his attention to detail is unlike anybody I've ever been around. Um, we used to, I'll never forget when we when we drafted Robert and we were in the, um, you know, trying to implement a new offense and we didn't talk to anybody. We just watched tape and we had like a 150 play cut up or whatever it was. And it took us a couple hours to kind of watch it, watch it through. And we get to the end of it and I think all of us were pretty exhausted and we get to the end and Mike's like, well, run it back. We all looked at each other like, are you kidding me? We're going to have another three. So uh, I think we all wanted a quick break and uh, got back in there and watched it from the top. That's good. Thank you. All right, guys. There you go. That's Matt. There you go. That's Matt LaFleur and uh, wrapping up his presser. Um, one and oh. We've heard that mantra before. One and oh. That's where you want to be. And uh, I don't disagree with it because that's kind of the urgency that this team has right now is just one and oh. Just get there. Uh, I know I've said before, if you only win by a, you know, a walk-off field goal, it would feel like somewhat of a, somewhat of a loss against the Washington Commanders. But I, I think in this particular sense, first of all, you're trying to avoid the first three-game losing streak under Matt LaFleur. Uh, and a three-game losing streak in general, not just because that would be the first one he's ever experienced, but you're just trying to get to that point where you're not putting three losses in a row, especially losses to teams perceptually you should be beating. That's first and foremost. Secondly, you've got to put a win in the win column. You need a better feeling. You need a better confidence. And then thirdly, you need to perform better. So you hope that it's not a walk-off win, but what you want to do is get the offense to 24 or better. I think that's kind of the magic number right now, 24 points or better. I've been picking some of these games 27-17, 27-20, and the Packers are one of the lowest-scoring offenses in the National Football League right now, one of the worst. So I think at this point, 20, 24 points would be a win in general. It doesn't matter what you win by, uh, because defensively speaking, we can talk about that later on down the road. Uh, but I think to, to put up 24 or more points in this contest would be a win offensively for the Packers to begin with. Agree or disagree? 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Uh, get a hold of our friends at Kane & Kane. K-O-E-H-N. Andy Kane and the uh, the staff out of Kane & Kane Jewelers voted one of the coolest businesses in the country. Uh, and it's a jewelry store. And it's right here in West Bend, Wisconsin. I highly recommend it. It's worth a trip, if you're especially this time of year. Christmas gifts, whether it's earrings, necklaces, whatever, or that ring. That ring that you've been pining for for a while. That's the place to go. Go to go to Kane and Kane, K O E H N, K O E H N, Kane and Kane Jewelers in West Bend. Find them on the web, and uh, also if you want to really, uh, guys, if you really want to see something kind of kind of funny, kind of cool, Andy Kane is the uh, the owner. He's got a podcast called Buy Like a Guy, B U Y, Buy Like a Guy, and uh, he does a whole whole thing there too, which is really pretty cool. Follow that. Uh, let's do this. We're going to step away, take a quick break, come back. A lot more of the Bill Michael Show next. 
covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Coming up, they've got uh, some music down there at Nice Ash, the Nice Ash, downtown, 323 West Main Street, uh, downtown Waukesha. Waukesha is all decked out. Keep supporting the businesses in Waukesha, too. I'm looking forward to this year's Christmas parade. I really am. I'm going to go down tonight. I I believe, hopefully, I can. I can't remember uh, what the the schedule is at that. Hopefully, I can be there. But I'm going to go down there and support the uh, Christmas parade this year, if I can. But I highly recommend you do. Head over to the nice ash. You can see the Christmas parade right there inside the windows if you get one of those front seats and stay a little bit warm, too. But uh, theniceash.com, theniceash.com. Uh, this one's from Badger Base who says, uh, hey, Bill, uh, you just mentioned the Packers coaches now have a, quote, fix. Sorry, but between Goody's horrid drafts, LaFleur's playoff failures, Barry and the last two games, we have no reason to believe. Um, I'm not going to say horrid draft. Um, I, you know, Eric Stokes, we all thought last year would be solid. Josh Myers has played good at center. Not great, but good. Um, not a bit. Last year's draft, Kylan Hill would be, boy, if he came back and was able to return kicks and punts and really played well, that would be, that would be a godsend to really kind of save the 2021 draft because you got Royce Newman right now at guard and he's getting his ass handed to him. You got TJ Slayton who's a big dude out of Florida, but he he's uh, finding a, a, a rotational role at best. Um, so if Kylan Hill could come back, at least it would be decent. You look at that, uh, that 2020 draft, Jordan Love, obviously. Then there's A.J. Dillon, Josiah DeGuara. John Runyon's been a starter since. Jake Hansen has also been a backup. But no, nothing there. Rashawn Gary's been solid. Don't get me wrong. I mean, he's actually been better than solid. That's almost doing him a disservice. He's been really, really good. 22 and a half sacks uh, already in his young career. Darnell Savage Jr.'s played well. Elton Jenkins has played well. That was a really solid draft when you get three starters like that out of 2019. Jair, obviously. Um, but, boy, I tell you what really sent you back was that 2018 draft. The only guy that's here is Jair. That's it. It was Josh Jackson, Oren Burks, Jamon Moore, Cole Madison, if I remember. You had uh, Kendall Donerson, I think, was, uh, and they had James Looney. I think I'm missing somebody. That was MVS and EQ as well, Equinemia St. Brown and MVS. J.K. Scott was a punter in that draft. So that's... Yeah, it's it's. I wouldn't say horrid because you do have starters. What you hope to get is two or three starters out of every draft. So your your linebacker Quay Walker this year has been good. Problem has been that um, he is not great against the run. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Don't you wonder though where this team would be right now if they had taken players that would contribute to the team? with the uh, Devontae Wyatt and uh, Christian Watson picks. Like going yep. into those first two rounds, I was all over Karloftis from Purdue, Pickens 
from uh, from mm-hmm. Georgia, and they're playing. Right. They're making an impact. They got two dudes that could be good down the road when Rodgers is gone. Right. I I never. I I said this at the beginning of the season. Everybody. I mean, I even heard podcasts that said I was an idiot. I I just when you look at the wide receiving position, you don't have time to get it right. They may turn out to be terrific wide receivers, and and by then it'll be great. But will they be great with Aaron Rodgers? You needed two guys that were going to come in immediately impact your wide receiving core that was going to be that they were going to be able to eat up the catches that you were losing from Devontae Adams and somebody to actually be a threat, and yet it just hasn't materialized. Now, granted, you can say, well, maybe Christian Watson would be good had he not had the knee surgery, had he not had the hamstring issue, but he was a guy that came into this whole thing anyway, and you knew he had a case of the drops. We, you, know, you saw that in the preseason. You saw that in training camp. You saw that on the first play of the season. He, he so far has been exactly what he was billed to be, a very fast guy with a ton of talent that at times loses concentration and can get a little nicked up exactly what he was called to be and you needed somebody to come in and and fill the bill right now Romeo Dobbs has been good and he's been about where a rookie should be he's been rather impressive but he's he's not a guy that's going to consistently blow the lid off uh with speed and technique so I, I I would have loved to have seen them move up you know get a couple of guys that you know but that's again that's water under the bridge you know, it's like saying Devontae's coming back. It's That's not happening. Nobody's walking through that door. We're going to sit here and second-guess a lot of this stuff over the years, and we're probably going to even second-guess even more the uh, the love trade or the love pick. We'll continue until love does something. That'll be the nemesis around the albatross around the neck of Brian Gudikins for a long, long time to come. So you just hope that offensively on the line it starts there. They get it right this week, and then as they do – Things began, like, you know, to, to, to get better. Sammy Watkins looks to be coming back. He's limited. I know, by the way, no Aaron Rodgers at practice today. Did you see that? No Aaron Rodgers at practice today. Uh, Mike Clemens over at practice texted me and said, yep, Aaron Rodgers, nowhere to be found. Maybe they need to just find something to get Rodgers mad again. Like, maybe the love thing only works for two years, and now he's kind of content. Right. Like, can Hub Arkish come out and say something about Rodgers again? Get him on a mission? Yeah, right? Because he really got uh, mad when Hub called him out. Good point. Good point. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. If you want to find us, feel free to go ahead and do so. Um, let's see here. Uh, <laughs> well, ESPN Steve says, uh, I think that some fans said, and players in Vegas would love to see Devontae Adams come back. Uh, also, Dale says, shout out. Shout out, Dale. How are we looking? Um, Mark says, what happened to that big guy on the front line this year? Um, are you talking offensively or defensively? Often, I mean, if you're talking about the big guy on the, on the defensive front, Devontae Wyatt, he just hasn't been able to find his way into the rotation yet. Between Jerron Reed, who they picked up from Kansas City as a free agent, uh, Kenny Clark, you're not going to displace him. Dean Lowry, who is better than average, but not having a, a, a season so far. T.J. Slayton's a big body that's been there, done that. You're hoping he takes the jump. So Devontae Wyatt on the defensive front 
has not really found his way onto the uh, onto the field. 877-867-1670. Find us. Uh, let's go to Andy listening to us in Madison. Andy, how you doing today, man? What's up? Hey, Bill. Uh, thanks for taking my call. I'm doing good. You bet. Um, I, I've been listening the last few days, and obviously they played terrible, got beat at home, got beat in uh, the U.K., but they're still 3-3. Three and three. And uh, this is a coaching coaching job, or at least Matt LaFleur, you know, he's put together three really good seasons in a row. And so I don't really see it as a coaching problem. I see it more as just Rodgers is not playing up to his potential. And then we got a bunch of new receivers, and they're still just not on the same page. I just wish he would have put more time into the offseason getting on the same page with these guys. And uh, the other comment I have is, is I don't think Joe Barry's the guy for the job. Mm-hmm. Um, I think LaFleur's got to take the reins back from him a little bit because uh, they're underperforming. But overall, if you look at, at the games they've lost, if you have two less turnovers, we could easily be a 5-1 and one team. That's oh, yeah, you bet. Okay. No, I appreciate it, man. 877-867-1670. Some good points. Now, here's the question. Let's just say, for blanks and giggles, that because everybody seems to think, and I've said this before too, that Aaron Rodgers would have put more time in, okay? Do you think, and I believe nothing would hurt. Let me say that. I believe nothing would hurt. Do you think this team would be that dramatically better? And here's the other question. Is it the talent? Because you say, well, Aaron Rodgers is underperforming. Isn't the talent around Rodgers, the fact that the line has been bad, the wide receivers aren't that good, or do you think it's Aaron Rodgers? Because it was supposed to be Aaron Rodgers just would make everybody better. Right? It was supposed to be he would just make everybody better, and it just hasn't happened that way. So is it the talent or is it the guys around Rodgers? Or do you look at it and say, no, it's Aaron Rodgers. 877-867-1670. That's a a great question. It's a great question. Let's do this. We're going to step away, take a quick break, come back. Got a lot more to get to. Hang in there. This portion of the program brought to you by Stanny's. Second and National Walker's Point a week from Friday night, their annual Halloween costume contest. Now, they've obviously got shuttles and such running to all the games, whether it's Bucks or it's Badgers, it's Packers. It's over to the uh, the Admirals games over at the UW Panther Arena, Marquette. Shuttles are going everywhere. But if you want to go to the best sports bar, sit down, have some great wings, the Bill Michaels garlic cheese bread, enjoy your night, bam, there you go. Best Bloody Mary, award-winning Bloody Mary, internationally, boom, there you go. Or the costume contest, which is always fun, going to be down there a week from Friday night on the 28th. Hopefully you can join us. Come on down and either dress up and get some money, cash, and prizes, or come on down and just enjoy the fun and frivolity. That's our friends at Stenny's. As they say, you should be here. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Go, 
great place to go. Four Seasons Island Resort, that's the place. The Four Seasons Wisconsin.com. The Four Seasons Wisconsin.com. And if you put in the uh, promo code Bill Michaels 15, you get an automatic 15% off. But you get a hold of Barb, B A R B. Barb at the Four Seasons Wisconsin.com. Barb, B A R B at the Four Seasons Wisconsin.com. Uh, and you get even more. And uh, you got to call her, 715-324-5800. You can do that as well, 715-324-5800. They have the trails are still open. And I know as long as the weather permits, they've got some golf. Right now, though, they're getting into the uh, the weekday shutdown mode and going to be open just on the weekend. So get your weekend getaway all set up as you get ready to head north, and especially this time of year. It's beautiful up there, but the, the leaves aren't going to be around much longer. So get a hold of Barb, B-A-R-B, at TheFourSeasonsWisconsin.com. TheFourSeasonsWisconsin.com. Good stuff. Uh, let's do this. Let's get back to uh, the the phone calls. Let's go to our buddy Mike in West Dallas. Mike, how you doing, man? What's going on? I'm doing great. How's it going, Bill? I'm doing wonderfully. What's on your mind, man? Yeah, so I got two things that have been bugging me in regards to the Packers, and I got a couple questions for you. So my first question is, why don't the Packers involve Aaron Jones more in the passing game? You know, I, I look at what the Chargers do with a guy like Austin Eckler where they do a lot of screens, dump-off passes, slant routes. They get the guy in space and utilize his speed, his elusiveness, and I think we can all agree that Aaron Jones is by far their best offensive player and really their only offensive weapon, and they just don't utilize him in that regard. And I'm wondering if that's more of a result of the offensive line that they're just not capable of blocking in the screen game or if it's just more of an offensive philosophy. Uh, and then my second question for you is why, why did the Packers pay Aaron Rodgers $50 million and restructure all those contracts and go all in if they weren't going to surround him with any weapons? You know, I just right. saw what the Cardinals did. They picked up Robbie Anderson within a day of losing Marquise Brown. The, the Chiefs, mm-hmm. they restructured Kelsey's contract. They're probably going to go out and get a guy. And what are the Packers going to do? They're going to go out and kick the tires, but they're not going to want to pay for anybody. And at the end of the day, they're going to go the Brewers route where they're going to hope to catch lightning in a bottle from some underperforming veteran and call it a day. And at the end of the day, the Packers need weapons. They need a Chase Claypool. They need a DJ Moore. They need an impact player. And I don't understand why they're so adverse to trading draft picks. Can you explain those things to me? I'm the. I have no idea. I appreciate the phone call, man, and I agree with you one hundred percent, one hundred percent, without a doubt, one hundred percent. I, I just what I was saying. I said all along that I think the Packers. One, you need to utilize your best weapon, which is, as we all know, which is uh, Aaron Jones. Uh, the Packers are looking at about. Mm, probably about seven and a half million in cap space as of right now. Um, so I, there's no reason I, I would assume you can't go out and make a deal this late in the season before the trade in. Like got 13 days, and it's 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 not like you're the small market team because there's a salary cap. You're you're really good in financials. You know, you you've got 182 million dollars in cap spending. You got 26 million plus in dead money, but you got about seven and a half million with availability. And I agree with you 100. 
100%. You don't kick the tires. You go in and quit hanging on to draft choices like they're gold. Because if you look at the drafts prior, you found some starters. I don't disagree with that. But come on. It's not like every draft has been pro bowlers. You know? Come on. I I couldn't agree more. 100%. Um, Watcher says, I think uh, Matt LaFleur has memorized his excuses for the presser uh, by now, unfortunately. Uh, It's unacceptable. We're going to look at the tape. I want everybody to get a T-shirt. If I can, if I can find it, uh, maybe I go to Milwaukee Shirt Guys or something like that, or maybe a company that we could put out there that can do some T-shirts for us, and maybe we'll sell them. Give all the money, all the proceeds to Fisher House or something. Can That'd the be nice. tape be like neon pink scotch tape? <laughs> and not we'll real tape. Not real it'll just tape. Be a piece of t- yeah, it'll just be a piece of tape like hanging off the shirt. Or it's Devontae Adams' tape. picture taped to a wall. Right. Yeah, that's pretty much. Oh, that'd be really good. Yeah. On the back of it is a picture of Devontae taped to a wall. We'll look at the tape. We'll figure out what's wrong. Look at the tape. Yeah, that, that'd be that. Oh, that's classic right there. I like that. I have some other artistry <laughs> details I'd add, but we can hash that out oh, later. Oh, sure. Sure. Are you doing okay? Because I know you're building up to a uh, first pitch, right? Oh, I'm good. I, I feel great, Bill. Honestly, I'm calm yeah? these days. Yeah. I don't know. Petco Park is kind of a, uh, it's like a kindergarten. So quiet. Yeah, it's it's a goofy place to play. There's not a lot of it's not, boisterousness. It's not nearly as bad since they moved the fences in after they originally built that place, and the fences were at like 812 feet back. Kyle Schwarber hit a ball, know. I mean, that could have broken the, the seats in the second deck last night. Yeah. No concern over fences. But, yeah, no, I'm fine. I, I mean, I'm, I'm anxious. I'm stressed, but I've been worse. Okay. I like the Bryce Harper reaction with the face and the jaw drop. Oh, man. Mm. Man. Yeah. Now, I know nobody here actually cares about this, but big vibes of Matt Stairs from 2008. Joe Buck, <laughs> Stairs rips one into the night. Right. Like it. Uh, 877-867-1670. The, uh, the Phillies right now up two ga- uh, one game to nothing after that 2-0 blast last night. You Darvish took the loss for the Padres. Zach Wheeler gets the win. Not much for Mr. Hater. No. No. Nothing there last night. Back at it again today. 3.30 first pitch, and then uh, later on this evening, Yankees and Astros, game one of the ALCS will get underway. The Yankees on the road in Houston. Talion and Verlander will be going head-to-head. Nola and Snell coming up this afternoon, by the way, the probable pitchers for Philadelphia and San Diego. So there you go. Uh, let's do this. We're going to take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll wrap things up. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends over there at Dwayne's Cover It All, Wisconsin's best canvas upholstery boat cover provider. Uh, as a matter of fact, Kristen's got some chairs. She's doing kind of this. She, she is like all leopard print all the time, and it drives me nuts. But she's got two chairs, two classic chairs. They're really cool chairs, actually. And she said, do you, what do you think if I did these in leopard? I, that actually would be badass. That'd be kind of cool. So we're going to say, I don't even know if Dwayne's got leopard print stuff, but we're about to find out because we're going to send the chairs up north to get them uh, redone. And uh, he does everything just great. Uh, whether it's office chairs, leopard print chairs like Kristen once done, or we're going to do boat canvases, upholsteries, boat covers, you name it, he can do it. Dwayne's, D-U-A-N-E-S, Dwayne's, cover it all.com. And these are antique chairs. 
So he's really good at the restoration of all that stuff. Uh, Dwayne's, D-U-A-N-E-S, Dwayne's Cover It All.com. That is Dwayne's Cover It All.com or call him 715 870 715-870-2119. More to come. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Now, in Green Bay, here's Mike Clemens. The Packers are installing their game plan for the Washington Commanders. It's the first of three road games in a row for Green Bay. Washington head coach Ron Rivera says Taylor Heineke will get the start at quarterback and will be backed up by rookie Sam Howell, who they drafted out of North Carolina. That's because Carson Wentz underwent surgery for a broken finger on his throwing hand. Rivera at a press conference yesterday. Taylor will start. He'll be backed up by Sam. With Taylor... What kind of you know spark can he? Well, I think because of the familiarity and the things that we do, um, you know, it'll be an easy transition for us. I think with Taylor too, there there is um, you know there is always that that, that ability to run the ball. He's, he's got a little bit of that in him, so it'll be interesting, you know, because the things that we'll do, we'll we'll most certainly do, will match his skill set. The Packers coming off losses to the Giants and the Jets, and now trying to avoid three in a row. Matt Lafleur, I believe in the guys we have in that locker room. I think it, it's our job to try to make sure that we're doing everything in our power to put them in position to maximize their talents. And we got to look at everything that we're doing and what we're asking of guys and try to put them in a position where they can have success. Aaron Rodgers on the McAfee Show says despite being 3-3, three and three, he's not overly concerned. There's a lot of football left. We have 11 games left. Now the bye week's coming to play. For us, we have a Thursday night game coming up next month, which gives us two in one week and then and then nice little mini-bye. Uh, so there's a lot of football left. Obviously, we got to play better. I think that's uh, it's understood by everybody uh, in all three phases. Uh, but there's definitely no panic. That's Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. I'm Mike Clemens on the Bill Michael Show. show continues on final segment before we get out of here this portion of the program brought to you by our friends at skipper buds and if you don't have your boat in yet uh, to get winterized man you might be out of luck i hope not but get it in there otherwise uh they do great service uh they also have some really good deals right now on end of season sales if you will i don't want to say sales but end of season you know stock and inventory the, I mean, because we all know the 2022s were late arriving because of the, the COVID situation. So now they're coming in and they continue to come in. Plus, they have trade-ins and such. And so if now's the time to buy. The off-season is always the time to buy. Not when you really, really, really want it. It's when you have the time to look around. But shop around over at Skipper Buds. Get a hold of uh, uh, the uh, Todd is the general manager over there. Buddy of mine. Call Todd. 262-544-1200. That's 262-544-1200. Or just simply go to skipperbuds.com to look at all their inventory uh, nationwide. Uh, you can also get a hold of the service department at Ryan or Kathy over there. Good people. Um, couple. Of, by the way, I got a, a question here, Ben. So if, let's say, what do you think Major League Baseball is hoping for when it comes to the World Series? 
Wouldn't it? What would the mood be like if it was Yankees Phillies? Oh, I was actually just texting my friend from New York about that. It it would be top tier, top of the line. Like, yeah, the big market thing is part of it, but also the passion. Like, you feel like with the year MOB's had and the lockout and all of the disasters that Manfred's brought the league in, you feel right. like one of those World Series with a lot of pent-up aggression and energy would be great for it. I would think that's what they're hoping for. I, mean, I they, would think they're hoping for that. They postponed yeah. that Yankees game to give their starter another day's rest in the bullpen to get them ready. <laughs> so they're already on their way to do it, Bill. Uh, I, I am really, as much as I want to see Josh Hader play well and do well, I'm kind of kind of hoping it's Phillies Yankees, just uh, two pent up, like you said, organizations, uh, hardcore fans, so to speak. Yeah, I'm scumbags. I'm I'm giddy for the. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, I mean, obviously Aaron Judge has got a, a great story. You've got another superstar in Bryce Harper on the opposite side. Um, you know, both teams have that ability. I, I'm. You know, the people love to hate the Yankees, you know. So, yeah, I, I think there's so many different storylines that would be there, no doubt. Bill, On the I, opposite side, then you would have the Houston Astros, which people at that point in time would be reminded, oh, by the way, they were cheaters not that long ago. So I, I think we would all be in uh, you know, locking arms to say we're rooting against Houston and whoever it is they face, whether it's Philadelphia or San Diego. So I, I think we'd be reminded of that ugly scandal again. Again, I don't know if people care, but everybody is welcome aboard the Phillies slight bandwagon. The Phillies bandwagon is 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 hopping. Everyone's welcome yeah. aboard. I and yeah. I'm sure many want to see me in agony, which is likely to come in a week or two or however <laughs> long, but it's a fun team and I, the energy is the vibes are an all-time high. Matt LaFleur yeah. talks about how bad the vibes are in that building. Completely different in that baseball locker room. By the way, did you see Tidbit over on the Bud Light live stream said, uh, hey, great news, Philly gear, uh, great new Philly gear on Barstool Sports. He said he just ordered a sweatshirt. I haven't seen it, but apparently he says the uh, the new Philly gear over on Barstool Store Sports is pretty sharp. Hmm. You might have to delve into that. I, I have me some Philly gear. Actually, I found yeah. some. I The mojo's good. I have my old World Series tickets took those out of oh, storage you, you got lucky charms okay oh i got I like all it. the lucky charms i'm not going to go through all of them i don't want to give away my secrets but it's working <laughs> so the reason the phillies are so successful was because of ben uh, yeah i like it take take credit for it i mean god oh, I, yeah we get we get all the time on this show people blame us for what goes on at 1265 because we're so negative so, oh, it's our fault. It's our fault the fan base is upset. You know, so I'm thinking to myself, if I've got that kind of power, I'll use my power for good. Use it for good. Go ahead and give the Phillies a little juju, you know? Oh, I helped get Joe Girardi fired. I've done a lot for that. Well, team. this show was solely responsible for that. Ben Simmons as well. He got traded. And again, I doubt anyone yeah. cares, but here we are. No, no, I, I, I get it. I'm with you, man. We got we hold that power, apparently. At least that's the opinion uh, across the nation for people that listen to us anywhere. So, and I we threw it out a little bit last night. I was doing the, uh, I love, boy, did you see the size of the rings, by the way, when you're talking about the, the Golden State Warriors, the, the, the uh, championship rings, and then to see them just whoop the hell 
out of the Lakers, and LeBron was over there looking at his fingernails and biting his fingernails on the bench and looked like he could care, like he wanted to be anywhere else but there. I want to see the Lakers go down in flames. Love it. That'll do it. Coming up tonight, 6 to 8, right here on many of these same stations. We are going to be out at Joe Mama's. It's the Bill Michaels Huddle brought to you by Bud Light. But if you're in the area of Colgate out there, County Highway Q, come on by. Great food, all kinds of different mac and cheeses, salads, wraps, you name it. They got good stuff. We'll see you out there tonight. Joe Mama's coming up, 6 o'clock this evening. Time for us to go. Have a go one. The Bill Michaels Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.